0: Good evening everybody, this is the Marcus Today end of day podcast on Tuesday the 19th of September and after a 49 point fall yesterday, we're down another 34 points today. Bit of a shabby reaction to the RBA minutes, it wasn't really a bad reaction, I think we were down 29 points before the RBA minutes came out and we ended up down 34, so we didn't really react too much. Bond yields in Australia, the 10 year bond yield went up 2 basis points which tells you it's a little bit hawkish. I think there had been some hopes after the European Central Bank meeting last week, where they called the top on interest rates, that maybe all the other central banks were going to do something similar, but not to be. What they did say, though, is the same thing as you would expect Powell to say this week, which is further tightenings possible if inflation remains more stubborn than anticipated. The lag in, I like this expression, the lag in policy transmission, in other words, how long it takes for interest rates to have an effect. The lag in policy transmission suggests waiting to let previous rate rises have an effect. They said existing data is consistent with inflation reverting to its target within an acceptable time frame without adjusting the cash rate. In other words, if we stay the course, they won't need to raise rates again but future decisions will depend on upcoming data and the board remains committed to bring inflation back within the targeted range. So usual message, not doing anything but prepared to raise rates if necessary. And I'm guessing that that is what Powell will tell us with the FOMC meeting on Thursday. There really is no excuse for Powell. In fact, there's no reason for Powell to call the top on rates. He just doesn't need to do it. They're under no pressure to do it. And they would only, I think do it if the US economy was heading into recession and everybody was crying out in pain and that isn't happening in the US. So I'm guessing this Fed meeting on Thursday is going to be predictably predictable and say just about what the RBA said. Ready to raise rates if necessary but not raising them now. There is a 70% chance of rates staying unchanged. In There's a 98% chance of rates not being changed on Thursday, a 70% chance of them not going up in November and a 45% chance of them not going up in December and if we get to December without a rate rise the likelihood is rates have peaked in the US anyway so the RBA I've spent a long time talking about the RBA because there's not a lot else to talk about at the moment one of the things the media has picked up on is the risk of the Chinese economy the RBA said the uncertainty surrounding the Chinese economy could affect Australia in multiple ways and the journalists will be journalists won't they and one of them has written it up as RBA paranoid about China. I don't think that is quite the message they were passing, quite honestly. But who's going to get in the way of a journalist and an unnecessary adjective? What else can I tell you today? The energy sector, one of the only two sectors that made it into positive Positive territory today as the oil price went through ninety five dollars. Citigroup saying it can go to hundred dollars. That of course is putting pressure on inflation, so nobody really wants to see that. But the energy sector has had a good rally. It continues to hold its gains. The other sector doing well today was the gold sector at one point two six percent. That's on the back of Newcrest, which went up one point four percent today after getting or Newmont got approval for their bid. And gold is at a two week high. Has to be said. The CEO of Square, which is the Afterpay is leaving after nine years. Their share price fell 4.5%. Tech sector down 0.2% today. No Hope Coal, as Henry calls them, New Hope Coal, up 2.1% today. Announced a billion dollar profit, which was up 11%. Lithium on the nose still. Have a look at the chart of the lithium price in my section today. It was down again overnight. bilbra Minerals down 2.1% today. Otherwise, BHP, rather disappointingly for us, we hold it in the BHP only portfolio, one stock portfolio, sorry. BHP down 1.4% today, Fortescue Metals down 1.1%, Rio down 0.7%. All the banks off today, Commonwealth Bank down half a percent, NAB down 0.7%, Westpac down 05 ANZ down 09 That's probably with bond yields going up a little bit. The only stocks in the top 20 going up today, Wesfarmers up 05 Macquarie up 0.3%, West- WiseTech up 07 Aristotle. Crack Leisure up 06 and Santos up 09 Coal stock's doing nicely today. Stanmore Resources up 4.5%. Coronado Global up 3.6%. Johns Ling having a bit of a turnaround up 3.3%. New Hope Coal up 2.1% as well. So Coal doing okay today. Linus down 2.5%. And in the booze sector, Endeavour down 22 and Treasury Wines down 1.5%. But star stock of the day was some fabulous newsletter apparently pointed out that the 14% drop in Blue Scope Steel is probably an overreaction to what is likely a temporary strike of the United Auto Workers Union in the US, and Blue Scope Steel having dropped 14%, up 2.8% today. The Flight Centre MD, Graham Turner, was in front of a Senate committee today, whinging about the Qatar Airways decision, where he says the interests of Qantas were favoured Over other priorities Moody's confirms Fortescue's credit rating But does say its executive turnover Is a risk to their credit rating And there we go Not really a lot going on We wait for the Fed meeting on Thursday morning Bank of England meeting on Thursday Bank of Japan meeting on Friday As I leave you We've got the Dow futures down 20 NASDAQ futures down 0.2% That's about all Not much to laugh at You have a good evening. We'll be back tomorrow.